Hey there, it's Jessica. Welcome back to Guru Please, the show about pushing the limits of life and stepping up to live with more meaning, more purpose, and more passion. Today, I want to talk about strength and what strength really is and what it's not. This was inspired by a conversation I had with a friend whose father had just passed away. He was just in the middle of the deep grieving process of letting his father go and all the memories and going through all the stuff. It was really the beginning stages of this process for him, especially because his father passed away abruptly, suddenly. It wasn't something they had anticipated. And so there was a lot to unpack for him and his family. And then there was also the sense of all those things that went unspoken or uncommunicated between him and his father that wanted to be explored. And he said something interesting when we were talking. He said that he had become aware of his idea of strength and then the reality of what strength is. He used to think that strength was putting on a stony face and being able to take anything and maybe being less emotional or even unemotional in the face of things and just going ahead and performing and doing what was right or what was demanded by the situation. So that was what he grew up understanding about strength. And I think this intersects with masculinity and how men are discouraged from feeling emotions or expressing emotions and how strength is portrayed as basically the inability to feel. And then he said that he's come to understand strength now during his grieving process as the ability to share his emotions and his feelings and to be able to say, hey, I'm hurting, I'm in pain, I'm going through this, and I don't know what's going to come out at the end. I don't know how long this is going to take, but that's where I'm at right now. And being open about that and communicating that to his team, his colleagues, his friends, everyone around him. So let's talk about why strength is portrayed as basically the opposite of what it really is. We might think that strength is when you can take anything without really feeling it or as if you have a mask on and you're sort of impervious to anything that is happening. And it's very logical and calculated. Whereas this new understanding of strength that my friend kind of came to and that I truly believe is that strength isn't the ability to take anything and not feel it. It's actually the ability to feel everything and yet continue to move through those feelings. I think there's this huge discrepancy between what we might think of as strength and what is truly strength and what being strong really means because we don't have a good understanding of feelings and how to go through them and express them and under what circumstances or when it's appropriate to and you know the nuances of feeling we're afraid of feeling because we think that feeling can just consume us and that it will just overrun our lives if we give into it and on previous episodes we've looked into 
the process of grief and of letting go and whether that's from somebody passing away or just loss of a job or a relationship and you know big changes in life big transitions something that kept coming up was how emotions really work and the thing about a feeling is that they're always temporary they never last forever and even though it's very tempting to think that they will and that they will be all consuming they're actually much more temporary and much more fleeting than you might think i mean just consider whether or not you've ever felt a single feeling for even an hour straight it's it's just never happened you know it's not possible because feelings come and go so quickly it, it's just like waves lapping on a shore i mean they're in and out in and out there's no way to actually just feel one feeling for even an hour i mean even 10 minutes straight i mean there's always going to be waves in it and it'll rise up and then it'll fall down and they don't come as just like one solid block just plopped in front of you so having this understanding of feelings can be really helpful when you're facing death, grief, trauma, loss of a parent or a loved one, just general hardship, because you don't need to be afraid of feeling. It's not going to last forever. And when you deny yourself one feeling, you deny yourself all feelings. You can't just get rid of one feeling without eliminating your ability to feel everything. And so a lot of people will kind of turn off emotion thinking, well, now I can't feel sad or mad or bad, you know, those kind of negative emotions. But they're also inadvertently cutting themselves off from feeling good, feeling happy and joyous and at peace and grateful. And so is that trade-off worth it? I don't think it is. I mean, there are moments when turning off emotions can be useful in the short term at least but long term absolutely it can be it is severely detrimental and really limits quality of life so i think that's why we have this idea that strength is the ability or inability to feel and i want to really reframe this reframe what strength is and what courage is Strength and courage, you know, overlap and true strength is being able to bear it all, to hold and encompass all of the feelings, all of the angst and the feeling that you might even want to die and just being able to acknowledge all of that, all these ideas and thoughts and the pessimism and just everything the despair, the huge, vast, gaping hole that is despair, to be able to just feel it and go through it because you understand that a feeling and a thought that arises from a feeling, you don't need to act on. You don't need to believe even. It's kind of you witnessing yourself in grief. That is strength. And the courage piece is knowing that you don't know and that it will take you, like this process will take you and that 
you need to kind of bow down to it and surrender to it and open up to the experience and let it unfold as it will rather than trying to guide it a certain way or trying to time it or wanting it to end so that you can kind of move on quickly. Courage is being able to say, well, I actually don't know when I'm going to come out of this and who I'll be when I do. All I know is that right now I'm going through this transformational process and this transition, this journey. And every day, maybe something new will present itself. But every day I will continue to look into the fear and the fears and all of these feelings and I'll keep going. I won't give in to the despair. I actually think that cutting yourself off emotionally to deal with these things, these issues, is kind of a juvenile attempt to be strong. It's like a naive way to show strength because it's essentially denying what's happening and saying, oh, well, it doesn't matter or yeah, I'd rather just not feel anything than feel it all. And initially, uh, I talked about this in the episode on grief, where there's stages to it. And the first one is denial, because that's just the instant response to anything big shifting our lives. Our brain just wants to wish or hope that it didn't actually happen. So it's really being stuck in step one of what you could call a five-step process is, you know, cutting yourself off. I think there is a time and place for it, but it's a moment in the process. And then after that, it's time to move through the process and continue with life rather than kind of come to a standstill at the denial stage where you're cut off from your feelings. And moving through the process of grief It's called a process with stages or steps, but in reality, you actually will experience maybe multiple stages at one time, or you'll go back to one. They kind of come in and out as well, and like in degree. Even if you've kind of gone through all the stages and really felt everything, a year later, 10 years later, 20 years later, something happens, you get launched right back into it. It it almost never ends. (laughs) I mean, there will be a time where there is a sense of finality, but still there will be remnants of those feelings that carry through for the rest of your life. Because when something impactful happens in your life, you can't help but to carry that forth as a part of you forever. Also, strength doesn't derive from having a plan and knowing what's going to happen next and kind of outlining your own step-by-step process and saying, okay, here's my target objective and here's what I'm going to do to get there. Here's how long it's going to take, etc. I mean, that works for some things in life, but when it comes to emotions and big, big things that you barely understand what's going on and how it works, it's very difficult to map out any kind of transformation like that. That kind of goal setting is useful for external goals, but this is very much an internal process that 
will have stages and actually will have its own timeline. It's just, it's very hard to know that ahead of time. And I mean, even when you set goals and have everything laid out and outlined and you have a plan, things never go according to plan. There's always going to be something where you're going to try to work around it or it's going to take longer than you thought or actually less time than you thought and something's going to come up. You'll have some surprises here and there. But with grief especially or just handling big situations or just life, just having strength in life is being okay with things happening and being able to trust yourself that you will feel it all despite the pain, in spite of the seeming unfairness and in spite of the unpredictability or the abruptness or how it was just sprung on you. And oftentimes these things happen all at once. And so it can feel like three to five different catastrophes happening all together. And I think strength is being able to say, you know what, this is what's happening. Here's what's going on for me. Here's what I need. Here's how I feel. And just constantly expressing all these things and meeting your own needs and expressing them to others, feeling the full range of feelings. That's what strength truly looks like. So for this week, a challenge I pose to you is to take a look at one thing that's been hard in your life and that may be unresolved in terms of your own grieving process that you might be afraid to take a hard look at and that maybe you've been running away from as an idea or just something you've been denying about yourself or in your life. And to just write that down. Just write down on a post-it note or just a paper somewhere or in your phone. Name that unresolved situation and just leave it at that. Don't even try to address it. Just name it, put it on paper or you know, write it in your phone to help you physicalize it and like externalize it and separate it from yourself. That's it. I think there's a big power to naming things and to externalizing them using writing. And I do want to stress that there's really no need to do anything about it. I think we tend to try to solve a problem in our minds and like come up with solutions and things what the mind wants to do but I think the act of just naming things holds this power that we don't give enough credit to all right that's it for today I hope you found this helpful on defining strength for yourself being able to see it as something where you are able to share express live in vulnerability and go through life moment to moment Feel free to share this episode if you think someone you know will find it helpful. And I will catch you on Friday for an interview regarding Tai Chi and the core principles of Tai Chi, how it intersects with a lot of other spiritual practices. So stay tuned. I'll catch you later this week for another episode of Guru Please.